Hello and welcome to Reality Blows. My name is Nick Maritato. And I'm Ashley Burke-Roberts. This is a podcast all about reality television. That it is. And on this particular podcast, we will be recapping the challenge season 34, War of the Worlds 2, episode 6. Great job. Thank you very much. One Nation Under Leroy. That is the title of this episode. Now, before we get into it, uh, Ash, why don't you uh, ask these fine people uh, what you want to ask them? I would love to ask you, dear listener, to rate us five stars on the Apple Podcast app because we are trying to get to a hundred five-star reviews by the end of the year. We are going to invest in our podcast if that happens. At this point, we've invested, but we're going to become businessmen and women, right? I suppose. We haven't come up with the businessmen and women plans yet, but yeah, we're, we'll, we'll go more legit. I don't know. It's nice microphones and stickers. Maybe magnets. I'm throwing it out there. Yeah. Um, I don't know how any of that is going to make us any money at all, people, but honestly, there's nothing else that you could do to support us at this point besides subscribing to this podcast and also rating and reviewing this podcast. Five stars, that is. And please listen to our Monday show. We have a, a show that comes out every Monday, and it's a review of a reality television show. It could be anything. This week, we did Netflix's Dating Around, and it was a very fun episode. So definitely check that out. If you um, only come here for the recaps, I think you might like the other show as well. Ditto. Ashley, let's get into today's recap. So this is uh, this was a fun previously on. It was Cam and CT, but they were um, lip syncing each other's voices. Yes, and at first I was very scared by I what was I was saying. too. CT's voice sounds like a terrifying monster voice put through a computer. Yeah, it really does. <laughs> like not attached to his face. You're like, that's not a real human's voice. And then you see him talking and you're like, oh yeah, I guess that is CT's voice. CT might have to get some polyps removed from his uh, throat or something. Is it from just years and years of smoking? I think so. It's wild. Um, so this episode opens up. All of these episodes, by the way, on War of the World uh, 2 are following the exact same structure. So I take notes every week. And usually on the challenge, every third episode will be like a different scene structure. Uh, we're on the sixth episode and they've all been the same, except for the first one because it was the first one. I think that's refreshing as we've come off a few seasons in which... Um, They've messed around with the structure. If you guys are long-term Challenge fans or at least been watching the past few seasons, uh, I feel like two, three seasons ago, we were having consecutive episodes where we did not see a, a uh, an elimination uh, or... Final Reckoning was particularly bad at that, it where was, it would give us one daily and, and not an elimination or, or vice versa. We'd open with an elimination yeah. from last week's episode and then it would end after a daily in a deliberate... I mean, it was so off kilter. And honestly, I like the formulaic patterns that are forming Me or that too. have been formed on this season. It, it's refreshing and I appreciate it. So this opens back at the house after everyone coming back from the proving grounds. Uh, Johnny Bananas has just gone home after Polly and Kara voted him in to the proving grounds, going against the handshake that Polly did with Josh. Um, where he said, I will not put in one of the U.S. team members if I am on the tribunal. We all saw him shake his hand. We all saw him and heard him say that. And then what did he do? He went up there and him and Kara voted Johnny in against Theo and Johnny lost. From what it seems like uh, through social media and all the post-episode talk, 
Um, I guess, you know, he had this planned the entire time, mm. and in no way was he ever going to vote against Kara's vote, and uh, that he is a person who's trying to play this game in a way that uh, he can possibly win, being an outright winner of the challenge, a mm-hmm. champion, if you will. And he had to pull the moves that he had to pull, and um, that's the way that we're going. I mean, this is also three in a row now, Ooh. Team America with like the double cross votes at the end, where there's a crazy surprising um, happening, whether that be I somebody I can't believe we watched or- Wes... Laurel and Johnny go home in back-to-back episodes. I mean, that's that's pretty unprecedented, I think, in the challenge. I mean, we've seen tastes of this where vets go home early. I mean, that's that happens, but not three in a row. Three in a row. That's wild. And a, a big thing that they are they are drilling in our heads over and over again um, through countless interviews is that Josh and Polly are actual friends outside of the show. Both of them keep bringing this up over and over again. We have an actual friendship. We have an actual friendship, blah, 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 blah. Um, so that is why this is supposed to sting even more. Yeah. So as the U.S. team members file back into the house, we get our first interview of the episode, and it, it is with Tori, who at this point, you know, six episodes into the season – all of Tori's action on the show has been in interviews. They are really leaning on her for interviews. And then we see her, I don't know, never in the house. I mean, we, we saw her some this episode, but I barely see her interact with anyone. And I guess it's because she's just hanging out with Jordan all the time. Yeah, I mean, a lot of these people are laying around in their bunks. There's not much TV happening. I mean, also, she just has not been involved in a major storyline yet in That's the show. True. and. As, as low as she's lying and not putting herself on the chopping block, you know, that's good for the game, but maybe bad for the career. I mean, yeah, but they're clearly using her as like a narrator of the show so that she's she's laying everything out. So when they all come back in the house, she's our first interview. She said, I already came into this game not trusting Kara. Now, Polly, uh, I'll never forget what you did basically. Wow. Yeah. Then we see Kyle talking to Josh about what happened. Um, Josh is really upset and it cuts to our next interview, which is him crying. And this was a very emotional point. And um, Nick, you pointed out to me that we got a lot of crying on this episode. Four challengers cried in this episode. Four separate challengers. Now, Josh being the first one, he's crying here based on the fact that his uh, relationship, his friendship with Polly will never be the same. He said, I considered him a big brother. Yeah. Because we were on Big Brother. (laughs) He didn't say that. He did say, he did say, I considered him a big brother. And it's funny because I didn't think, oh, yeah, because they're on Big Brother. I did immediately. And I was like, why isn't he saying that? I I was just like, it's funny when you think of somebody as your big brother who's so much smaller than you are. Yeah, who's three feet small. Yeah. That always rings funny to me. I mean, Josh is giant. How tall do you think Polly is? You think Polly's a little guy? I think Paulie's probably like 5'7, something like that. Okay, yeah. I think he's like, I'm 5'9, so I think he's my height. Yeah, could be. I'm going to go with 5859. That brings us to the living room. And this is um, everyone's sort of dealing with the fallout of uh, what just happened on the proving proving ground. And then Josh and Polly start arguing. And this fight escalates so quickly. I'm confused at what happens. Uh, all I know is that this, the way this is edited, it was it covered about 90 seconds going from 
you know, Polly's just sitting on the couch being pretty cool, not really caring to him screaming, I'll fucking kill you, being held back by bodyguards. Like six uh, bulging bodyguards yeah. uh, in the in between these two people. In the course of 90 seconds, maybe. Polly's doing like a, a spin move, trying to get away from people. He's yelling, I'll fucking kill you. And he tries to he tries to flip the uh, pool table at one point. It's <laughs> it, it gets kind of wild. What did Josh say to get that reaction from Polly? From what it seems like, it's when Polly was kind. Uh, Josh was basically calling Polly like a dirt a dirt bag for yeah. for going back on his word. That heated Polly up because Polly is basically saying you fucking did this with the West call with right. Um, you that, turned your back on me exactly. First. So you did it first. You're doing handshakes with people and turning your back, and then you get. Josh, which I think really heated it up, Josh went over to Paulie and like tapped him on his leg mm. and was like, who do you think you're talking to? Oh. And then that's really what heated Paulie up. Now, what Josh meant by that, from what I could tell, is like, you're speaking to me like a person you don't like. Yeah. So do you think you're talking to an enemy right now? We're like close friends off the show. Who yeah. do you think you're talking to in that tone? We're supposed to be closer than this. You're my big brother. <laughs> and really, in uh, honestly, Polly must have been feeling crazy at this point because like, he just pulled a crazy move, double-crossed his entire team, now has to go back and hang with him. Yeah. So he's probably heated on edge, feeling crazy. And when somebody comes to you, taps you on the leg, and is like, who do you think you're talking to? He took that as a sign of, like, you think you can fuck with me. Mm. You know, like, you're a little guy, and you have little guy problems, and I'm such a big guy. So let's ring that bell that you've that's been rung so many times since you were a little kid, and that's why you're a black belt in Taekwondo and have a lot to lose uh, in mentally if you get into a fight with a person bigger than you. That, I think he's internalizing that, right? But really, what Josh is saying here is like, bro, we're friends, and you're coming at me crazy. Meanwhile, Josh is the one who sort of brought it up. Josh could have just been like. Hey, yeah, all right, you did some dirty moves, so did I. I guess all is fair in love and challenges, yada, yada, yada. Now, they were yelling at each other. I thought I heard Josh say Kara's name. So I, I was wondering did. if I he said he something below the belt about Kara, and that's what calls Polly to really lose it. I think he may have said, I can't trust trust Kara, or mm. Kara's going behind my back. Mm. And then I think that's what was said there. I don't think that we got, like, I don't think... The, the the editing made that clear yeah. about the Kara thing because once again I know I'm breaking the rules but talking about you know uh, social media and what I mentioned before about how Pauly had this plan the whole time that also included the manipulation of Josh at the bar when Kara was fake crying and then went downstairs and, and snapped a smile at the camera on last episode I'm sure Josh at this point realizes that he was being worked that whole time yeah and so that's why he's saying Kara went behind my back and that's what heats Polly up he says something to that effect I can't trust Kara Kara went behind my back because Polly's like Kara didn't go behind nobody's back <laughs> I'm gonna flip this table you know or whatever anyway it was it was it went to zero to 150 it was so quick it and was, it was really um, punctuated right in the middle there's just like a sound clip there's just like a quick interview with, with Kyle where he says Josh is sensitive and pretty weak and then it cuts yeah. to like Dude, Polly being like, I'll fucking kill you. I would love a super cut fan edit at the end of this season. Maybe we'll get this during like a um, uh, reunion. Yeah. Hopefully where they show all of the different players, all of the different times in interviews where they call him emotional and weak. Yeah. I mean, he must come off like a big fat 
baby in person. Yeah. Because it seems like both teams, no matter who they are, friend or foe, think this guy's an emotional wreck. Totally. It's interesting. After the fight, uh, there's like a little group that is talking. It's Bear and Theo and Nani and Tori. And they're all kind of talking about this fight. And basically, Nani is saying that like now that Bananas is gone, someone's going to try and go for this like alpha male position on our team. And it's Polly. That's what we're seeing right now is Polly angling to be Bananas, basically, is what she's implying. And then Nani reminds us that she's done eight seasons and she's ready to win. Poor Nani. I thought this edit of yours, Nani, I'm speaking directly to you. I thought <laughs> this was foreshadowing in my mind that was telling me you were going to go home this episode. Yeah, but what ended up happening was it's just a Nani heavy episode. It's a Nani heavy episode. Mm-hmm. That brings us um, to the U.S. team. Go ahead. Oh, I was just going to say it's a Nani heavy episode and we haven't seen much of Nani in the five episodes prior. And that means, you know, maybe there's a Tory heavy episode coming at us. I That's mean, the, true. the numbers are getting whittled down. So, you know, uh, and honestly, it's not always the best thing in the world when you're the main plot point of an episode on the challenge. Yeah. That, that could go either way. You know, it's interesting because I feel like we've seen a good amount of Cam, but she's never been a main plot point. She but has not. She, she does a good job of staying relevant on the show with with also like not getting involved in too much drama to the point where she's at risk for going home all of her drama has been vote based it has she had a pretty the heaviest cam episode was the tribunal episode with Kaylee and Georgia and all of that early on but I just think everyone could take a, a page out of Cam's book in terms of like you know she's there she's present she's involved in everything but she's not too involved That brings us to the U.S. team bunk meeting. Leroy is giving a speech. Leroy is giving a speech. People are uh, sitting down. People are. And you can tell people are, um, he's bringing people together. They're re-enthused. You know, people trust Leroy. It's obvious. Like, him giving this speech, like, it's different now, y'all. Okay? I know we said it, it was different last time, but this time it's really different. We can't vote ourselves in anymore. We have to unite. And I'm just watching Leroy, and I'm like, man, I'd vote for, for Leroy, like as a mayor or something. Not, not to go not, in. Not, not to, to go in? No, not to go into the proving ground. I just, I felt like, um, I was like, Leroy should be a politician. Well, you know, I felt like this was nice to see from Leroy, but I got to be honest, I've seen this every episode since the second episode where that Americans get together and vote and all look at each other in the eyes and all shake hands and no. go. No. I disagree with what you're saying. Well, let me finish what I'm saying. I know what you're going to say. Well, let, I don't know if the folks know. Okay. They do this thing every single episode where they all agree to not you're vote wrong, for though. Americans. They don't all agree. They have this meeting, and then about three-fourths of the way through, Johnny goes, guys, why are we even doing this? We're, we're pretending like there's a Team America. There's no Team America. There's Team who your alliances are. That is what has been happening. Every time they try and have this meeting, Johnny steps says that. Exactly. That's exactly what happens. Don't shake your head at me, Nick. I'm not shaking my head. We'll go back. Check those tapes. Check those tapes. <laughs> no, um, it does happen, but that. But the never, very meeting takes place. The very meeting takes place. Never have they had this meeting to completion, okay? To the point. <laughs> now we're, now we're. <laughs> They've never had this meeting where they walk away going, yes, we all agree all right, with that. You're right, Ash. You're right. Anyway, Nani says I can 100% trust Leroy, okay? And the team decides that uh, if they win, Nani is going to be the speaker of the tribunal. Cam says you should be in it to Leroy, so he's going to be the second. And the third will be D. 
No, I'm sorry. D is not on the American no, team. It's Natalie Ninja. D's on the next page. Um, it's going to be Natalie. Mm-hmm. And so it's going to be Leroy, Nani, and Natalie if the U.S. team wins. That brings us to our next scene, which is D and Nani talking about Rogan. Yeah. D's in love, y'all. I know D says in an interview that she loves Rogan. This is the second tears this episode. Yeah, I don't know if she, does she cry she in, does. The, in this moment right here? Yeah, she's got tears. Okay, she yeah. cries quite a bit on this episode. Yeah. Yep, she has feel she has caught real she's feelings for the rogue man. In love. With and Rogan. she's in love with him. And uh, I don't know how I feel about that. I feel like it's a little early. I mean, I don't know if you want to confess your love to anybody on the challenge. Uh, it seems like a, a dicey move. I like D, and I like that she's in love. It feels real. I like some realness I think she, I think on my she, challenge. I think she believes it. I, I think, think she, she believes, believes it. it too. That brings us to a game of spin the bottle. Um, Kaylee, what were they spinning? Hand sanitizer? It looked like a Gatorade bottle. Oh, was it hand sanitizer? Something like that, yeah. There was some sort of neon liquid in it, maybe. I think it was hand sanitizer. I thought it was Gatorade. I thought it was like Arctic Freeze. Arctic Frost. Whatever. Kaylee gets bare. He goes over there and he pulls her shirt up. <laughs> yeah, he pulls her, his shirt, her shirt down and kind of, I don't know, does, they pull they pull away because it's we're not really supposed to see what's going on over there. What we want, what, what the cameras are honing in on is Georgia and her hurt feelings. Her eyes are closed. She, she, can't, she can't handle this. She won't look. She reminds us that her and Kaylee have um, a tenuous relationship. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of negative feelings there. I forgot about that. Yeah, of course. Why? I would. I want these two people to be friends. I don't know why. I like them both, and so I want them to be friends. I think they're pretty long time. Um... Uh, reality stars in the UK, and so yeah. there's probably animosity there mm. uh, from from that scene. But you know, yeah, they already have problems, and we all know that Georgia and Bear hooked up all last season. There yeah. seems to be an on and off chemistry between the two of them. I mean, they hooked up last episode, they right? Last she made episode, him that sloppy sandwich, and uh, she really gets upset. Um, by the please. way, if you didn't watch last that that episode, that wasn't a euphemism for sex. She just really made him a really sloppy egg sandwich. Yeah, it was gross. <laughs> she made him. She made him that sloppy sandwich. She made him a sloppy sandwich, and we hated it. Anyway, so she flees the room. She flees the room. She's kind of crying. Is she crying here? She. She's, she's upset. I think she's I upset. She doesn't cry yet. I didn't mark it down as a crying. Okay. I tend to mark it down when they cry. She, um, she's getting coached by the other girls on her team. I mean, everyone's there supporting her, and they basically um, except for Kaylee, except for Kaylee. But like D is there, yeah. and Nicole and Jenny, and they're all like, "Oh no, you shouldn't let Bear get you like this." <laughs> and then she just runs out and starts making out with Josh. I'm gonna snog Josh. I'm gonna go snog Josh. And she runs over and has a very gross makeup. Sloppy. And And I know it was sloppy because of the edit, but also because they had like four different interviews with people being like, that was nasty. Well, it's really CT went in on him talking about how how, uh, it was gross. But but then when she returns to her room, Nicole says that's one of the hottest makeouts she's ever seen. Oh, wow. Yeah. Wow. That brings us to our- Which side are you on, blowhards? Vote now. For some reason, I don't think CT's a make-out guy. I'll put that out there. I don't see him doing a lot CT of making cuts, out. CT cut straight to fingering. <laughs> <laughs> 
That brings us to our daily. It's called Explosive Decisions and Think the Challenge Gods. It's trivia. Mm. My fave. Yeah, it is one of the better, um, one of the things I look forward to each season. But this challenge trivia is not challenge trivia. Right. It's just regular trivia. Yes. Um, and it's I interesting. Be- I believe, didn't they do regular like world trivia last year? I think so. Too? I mean, it makes sense. There's so many new people on the show. They're not from the States. They're maybe yeah. didn't see all the challenges. It makes sense. You have to, each team has to choose their six smartest players. They're going to be strapped into launch chairs. If they get it wrong, they will be shot into the sky. The U.S. chooses Tori, Ashley, Cam, Zach, Jordan, and Polly. And the U.K. team cho- chooses Theo, Georgia, Bear, Nicole, Rogan, D. Yes. And what did you think about these teams? You think they picked the right people? I think they did. I mean, I I think Cam pointed out that the people who, if the U.S. team wins, who will be on the tribunal, Leroy, Nani, and uh, Ninja Natalie all said immediately they didn't want to do it. They all opted out. Yeah, that was interesting. I don't I don't know who's the smartest team person on the U.K. team. Who could it be? Kyle. Well, we don't know because of the outcome of this yeah. game. Uh, I guess we should just talk about it. Um. There's a couple of things we should point out. One is that the UK team does awfully. They don't get one right. They don't get one right. They don't get one right, you guys. It's pretty wild. They don't get one right. Okay, what's another thing you want to point out? I want to point out the slow motion thing that bothered us. So when they shoot off, and I was very excited to see them shoot off, and pretty much every single time they would uh, blast off, it would be in like a slow motion. And I imagine so that's we can actually see, you know, the people kind of rocking and moving and going crazy, and it looks cool in slow motion. Also, you'd shoot out of frame pretty quickly if you're close up, so you kind of have to. But I wanted to see them like really get jolted and, and go crazy. We I wanted, wanted to, to see one regular motion. Yeah, we wanted it to be kind of fun like, yeah. and, and crazy and fast, but it wasn't. It was all slow motion takeoffs, which I was like, okay. Not into it. By the way, I want to say that I've been looking forward to this since I saw the first preview for this season when I saw a challenger blast off in a chair and their shoe flew <laughs> off. And I got to see that. Yeah, who was it? It was Zach. That's right. It was Zach. I'm just going to run through highlights of yeah, this. Yeah, yeah, sure. Um, Theo looks like an oversized toddler in a car seat hanging from dental floss Tori says that when Theo got his question wrong and is hanging in the air and apparently it hurt his balls TJ says sorry about your balls yes that was fun Cam gets a mean girls question love that Nicole made Nick and I laugh when she said that she was medically dumb. Yeah, what did she say? Clinically dumb. Clinically dumb. And doesn't know why she's there. And she proved that point yep. when she was asked how many seconds are in five minutes. She said 56. Yeah, that was I, that was weird. She got roasted pretty hard for that. Yeah, that's so bad. We learned that octopus, octopi, have, have three, three hearts, hearts, y'all. The more three? to love you with. Wow. Team U.S. wins. And just like they said they were going to do, they make Nani the speaker, and she chooses Leroy and Natalie. Can we just, can I highlight one more dumb answer? Yeah. So D, she was asked to name the seven continents. Oh, this was She painful. named four of them, and two of them were South Africa and Russia. Yeah. So I just want to throw that out there, D. Uh, D, come Failed on. Failed to mention Europe. I know she's not from there, but that's a that's a big one to forget. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
Um, back at the house, Nani, who has been made speaker, asks Nicole who they're going to put in. Nicole says Esther, she thinks. That brings us to nominations, where CT starts off for the UK by saying, do you guys just want to go straight for a vote or sit here for forever? Clearly referencing last week with Theo's 15-minute monologue. Yeah, that was uh, that was fun. I believe it was an eight-minute monologue. Yeah, it was long, it whatever was long. it was. Yeah. Um, then they're like, well, this is the girl. Like, let's let the girls talk. And then and then Esther starts talking and Nicole starts talking. Everyone starts yelling at each other. So it and- seems like the people in the chopping block are Esther and also Nicole. Yeah. And-, and Nicole seems surprised to learn that she's on the chopping block. Yeah. It's as if she didn't know that there were two uh, defined teams. Yeah. She's like... This. Because when she's talking to Nani, she's like, yeah, we're going to vote in Esther. Yeah, she yeah. was like pretty cavalier about it. Yeah. And uh, I don't think she realized that um, there's an entire team that has Esther on their alliance, mm-hmm. and they all vote Nicole. Um, and yeah. what it seems like to be, and let's see if we can talk these teams out here. So um, on the Nicole side, people mm-hmm. who wouldn't vote for Nicole, mm-hmm. the people who are voting for Esther, we have... Kyle, Theo, Bear, Jenny, Nicole, Georgia. Those are the six. That's the six. Nice. Mm -hmm. And then on the other side, the people who are going to vote for Nicole and not Esther are... Rogan, Joss, D... Rogan, Joss, D... Kaylee. CT, Kaylee. Kaylee. We're missing two. Nicole, did you say Nicole? Nicole's on the other one. Oh, wait, so Esther? Yeah. All right, so we'll do this again. Oh, my God. It's Esther uh-huh. CT. Yes. Did Idris go home? No. Okay, so Idris. <gasps> Where was he? Idris. He wasn't on this episode at all. Idris. <laughs> yeah. So we have so we have Esther, Idris, CT, Bear. No, Bear's with Theo in Georgia. CT, Joss. <laughs> Stop looking at me like that. Rogan. Mm-hmm. Who else is there in the house? I bet Kaylee. Kaylee. We need two more. Did you say D? D. We need one more. Okay, that's it. Seven. Oh, that was the because seven. Because that's the, that's the split. Nicole I, gets seven votes. <laughs> Esther gets six. Folks, should I edit that out of this podcast? Probably. No, I'm never going to do that's, that. That is that is the sort of thing when I'm listening to a podcast, I'm like, why are they doing this to me? Well, because I need these to be defined. We're not seeing them defined, and I don't know these characters enough. Well, I definitely know that the six people who voted for Esther were Theo, Bear, Why are you doing George, this again? <laughs> <laughs> Jenny, Nicole... And Kyle. Um, CT says something interesting at this this nomination. There's a couple of interesting CT things I've noticed, but go ahead. He says, um, you know, there are two alliances on this team. There are best friends who are never going to vote for each other. And he's talking about the Bear, Theo, Georgia alliance. And he says, and the rest are enemies of my enemy. Right. Now, I'll say this. He voted with Rogan and Joss. Yeah. I think they're boys and I think that they hang out and I think he's he's like teamed with them. I think yeah. he's aligned with them completely. I wouldn't be surprised. And later. Cuz I also think that goes back to Wes. It prob it possibly could. Yeah. Later. Yeah. I believe that what well he has a conversation with somebody it might even be what you just referenced him breaking it down to people cuz mm-hmm. this is after the deliberation or whatever. He's like, oh, yeah, it's this team and it's this team and it's me in the middle. 
after he votes a certain way, he yeah. votes for Nicole, I would say that it it seemed to me like I would vote Esther off before Nicole. She seems more physically fit than Nicole. I've seen her flopping around in challenges that weren't not her. She wasn't. Uh, Esther it, seems less physically fit does. than Nicole. Yes, she seems. She you said more. Okay, so uh, less, I meant less. less. Yes. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. So I, I think. No, I agree that if you were voting with your straight up mind on who you'd like to keep here, yeah. Okay, I'd vote off Esther. Yeah. Just saying, I don't know. She doesn't look like she can run long distances. Okay, this is coming from Titty Man over here, Fat Boy over here, okay? <laughs> I, I'm not trying to shame anybody. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. So I it think, seems like honestly, CT has thrown a vote. I think they're both duds, and I think that you I think can't both, go wrong either way. I think they're both duds, too. But I think a betting man, if you were going to put them in like a physical challenge, run this decathlon, yeah. I would put my money on Nicole. Now, so you're saying CT drew a line in the sand, and he made it obvious who, uh, how he's playing his. I cards. think he's playing cards. I think he's got a team. I think he's on that alliance. And then even when he talked to whoever he talked to from the American side later, I think he's lying to them because he doesn't want them to know that he's aligned with other people. He's trying to play neutral. And we all know that uh, you know somebody found out that oh I th- I believe it was um, Kyle later. Somebody's like, yeah, and I think CT voted for Nicole. And then Kyle's like, he did. And like kind of gave like a look to him, like, yeah, like looks like somebody's kind of showing his colors a little bit here. So I think there's I think we're gonna see a little bit more of that developing of where CT's finally gonna have to choose a side. Yeah. And I think it'll get ugly. And when people have are, are gonna start having to call him out on the UK side. I think that you're right. And I also think it's interesting you bring up Kyle because this uh, meeting, this nomination ends when Kyle just gets up and leaves. He's like, fuck this. I'm out of here. The rest of the UK team leaves. And Nicole asks the tribunal if she can go against Esther. When she leaves, Ninja Natalie says we should either vote in Jenny. Um, It should it should either be it, it should either be. Jenny, Kayla, Georgia, yeah. Kaylee, Georgia. Mm-hmm. I believe those are the people that that uh, they consider the top on that team. Right, because we're going for a heavy hitter. Right. We're going for a heavy hitter. And Leroy says, we should talk to our team first. That's what we should do. We should talk to our team. And then Nani's like, is it fair to us that we have to talk to our team? No one asked me when they were making decisions. And then Leroy says, our team has been reborn, though. Our team has been reborn, though. Yeah. You know what? I feel Nani on this a little bit. As I feel much as Leroy I'm... on this a little bit. No, Leroy's right. Leroy's right. If I was in Nani's... You have to do a, act of good faith. Forget Nani's if position. I w- no, I'm going to get in a Nani's position. That's what we're doing here. I'm getting in the head of Nani. And I'm going to say right know. now, I'd be like, once I'm in this position, I'll be like, God damn, like, all of a sudden we're playing correctly when I'm in charge. Like, yeah. this sucks. Like, yeah. I had to be fucked around for six episodes, five eliminations, and now all of a sudden we're playing the cards right and I don't actually get to make a decision. My team gets to make it for me. Yeah, but that's so, just the way the cookie crumbles sometimes, Nani. Yeah, I mean, I would have said, this is how I would have broken it down. If I was Leroy, I would have been like, listen, I don't care what goes on with everybody's votes. I really want everybody to vote together. I wish that we can all make a team vote, and then we could stick with it. I know that's not the problem, but I'm going to say I'm a conduit. I'm a vessel for this team. This team will take a vote. Whatever the vote, whichever way the vote lands, 
I will. I promise you, I will vote that way. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? That's and a good then, idea. And then it would be like, listen, I can't say what anybody else is going to do, but I can show you that my vote is completely democratic. Yeah. And you can trust me. Yeah. And then that puts the onus on another person to right. make a dirty play, rather than it be like, what are you going to do? What are you going to do? I don't know. What are you going to do? You know. So I mean, it wouldn't. You know, one vote's not going to change the way, but it at least shows somebody's true colors. Mm-hmm. It allows the rest of the team to feel like they all have a vote as well. Now here's the thing. I don't understand okay um in the old challenge right you have two best friends you have best friends on a season together and one of them has been voted in or one of them for sure is going into elimination don't you always put in the other best friend i think that you do that when they're on your team so uh, you split it up because you're like, these people are voting against my vote. I can never get past these people. Right, it really but if it's has, on the other team, it doesn't matter. Team gives a shit, I know? just had like images of Nelson going against yeah. Hunter and Kayla going against Jenna. Because these people were fucking up the vote for certain Corey people. Corey going against yeah, Nelson. Yeah, of course. You, know? you got to break it up. You got to break up the trust when we're uh, when it's on your side. So that brings us back to the house. Nani and Leroy are having a hushed conversation. Nani says, you're playing way too fair. And then Leroy (laughs) says, you're being paranoid. Yeah. Straight up says she's being paranoid. And I, again, agree with Leroy. Nani, you're not going in. You're on the tribunal. Just, like, chill. Was she that afraid of Jenny, like, retaliating? Like, how much does one vote, you know, go? You know what I I don't mean? know, like, but it's not like she's ever going to be able to beat Jenny anyway. I like, also haven't seen anybody get anybody else back on the opposite team v- with a vote. Like, great point. Being like, I voted you in, now I'm going to get you back. Now, we haven't had that many opportunities because people have been cannibalizing their own teams, but... I haven't seen anybody be like, oh, yeah, you vote me in. That's it. I'm coming for you. And it actually happened yet. Yeah. It's unprecedented at this moment in War of the Worlds 2. I don't really understand that she's that afraid of Jenny. Yeah, it's weird. I think she just doesn't want to do what Kara wants. Right. I think is what this comes down to. I believe you're 100% right. That brings us to a night out on the town. One of my faves. Three three for three. three. That's Are right. they going out every night? We just didn't see they it the first couple of episodes. Out. I think they go out once a week. That's what I'm saying. Are we getting? Yeah. Do you think that each week they're going out and we're just not seeing it certain episodes because it doesn't count, yes. it doesn't work? And I think that that's always been the case. Interesting. Um, Ashley's outfit is perfect. Just want to put that out there. We only got a glimpse of it for a second. I loved it. I need it. Okay, we see a cute little moment with Jordan and Tori. They're joking around. Kyle says their goals. Then we see Nani and Ninja talking, basically. Nani being like, I don't know where you stand. Now, what's interesting, I want to back up with this Tori and Jordan thing. Mm -hmm. When you said they're joking around, the way they're joking around is somebody from another table, as uh, Jordan and Tori are sitting by themselves at the table, kind of holding each other's hands. Yeah. And then somebody from another table, like Kyle or somebody, yells, oh, did you just, uh, did you guys just get engaged? Did you propose? And then they kind of goof around. And Jordan's, like, smiling and laughing and being like, Haha, you know, like, uh, no, not at not at Fat Tony's or wherever they are, like he called it. Now, knowing that he, they got engaged, they're engaged now, are they not? Yes, they are. So they, he, he must have proposed to her right when they got back. I imagine this man was like sitting there like sweating being like okay guys like you're kind of you know you're stepping on the thing I'm about to do yeah like I'm gonna do this eventually but now you're like making it feel like a joke don't bring it up you can tell he got like a little testy and defensive now here's my other thing do you think they got engaged because they both won at the end or one of them won 
and it was like we have you know enough what? money to I do this. I thought of that. I thought of that. That's like a, a we just I just won another challenge and I got a lump sum of money. Let's get engaged right now. Yeah. Also, I saw Tori. She's like seems to be in different countries. I mean, these other people are in different countries Babe, too. But stop looking at I'm social just, media. But I'm just saying, like, I'm putting some pieces together, and I'm like, did they get engaged because one of them or both of them won this freaking thing? Okay, let's let's say who we think won right now. You think, I'm not doing that. Okay, well, this is what I think. Can I don't know. Force the force the I, no, theory. No, no, no. I'm just putting some dumb <laughs> stuff because that. But let's let's stay off. Let's get back on track. I don't want to hear that stuff yet. I have a theory. I don't want to hear your theories. Have spoilers attached to them. We all know that. That's not true. Right. I've given up Reddit completely. <laughs> let's just keep moving. It scares me. Um, so then as I was saying, Nani and Ninja are talking. Nani wants to know where Ninja stands. Ninja once again is wearing sort of a dominatrix type outfit. I'm into yeah, it. Y- you think that she you mentioned while we were watching that she kind of dresses in yeah, this she's got way. a dominatrix. I've noticed that. Yeah. My, I, she, I did notice that she had like a thing that kind of rep looked like almost like, a, like a leather about. strappy thing today, yeah. but like she always dresses like that. I've seen that multiple times. The O rings with the leather strap. Yeah. Oh, interesting. Um, and I think I I'm into it. I like this side of of Ninja because she's so perky. It's fun for her to have a little to hint at darkness, Uh you know? I'm I'm into it. Ninja, what are you into? Email us. Yeah, let us know. Realityblowspodcast at gmail.com. Basically, and then Ninja just does like a really good job of being like, our team wants us to vote in the strongest player. That's what I'm going to do. I like you, but I'm going to do what I said we were going to do. And then Nani's like, Okay, like giving her, like Nani's like truly looking her up and down, trying to evaluate her. And Ninja's just kind of like, yeah, I just, that's what I'm going to do. And we're cool. It was, it was an interesting, you could tell Ninja has like power in herself and Nani does not. Well, you know what Nani says? What? Nani goes, yeah, oh, okay. Well, I I respect that. Uh, Well, Leroy and I haven't decided we haven't talked mm. it over yet. Mm-hmm. And it's like, instead of her talking about what her vote is, mm-hmm. her separate vote, mm-hmm. um, she brings in the fact that her and Leroy haven't spoken about you. Yes. Yet. Even though rem- they did have that conversation and it didn't go the way she wanted it to. She's saying, I have power. You know, yeah. I have this secret power you don't have. But it's just interesting to see someone who seems composed and like, you know, comfortable in themselves. And Nani, who is scrambling, even though she's on the tribunal. Not a good showing, hmm. I feel like. Um, then we see Georgia and Dee talking. They're having a heart-to-heart. And Georgia says this conversation couldn't be weirder, um, you know, because Dee voted in Georgia's best friend. And Georgia's saying, uh, you know, I'm talking to Dee. It, can't, it couldn't be weirder. We're friends, but we're enemies. There's, like, tenseness going back and forth. And then Georgia tells D that Rogan has been going around and he especially told Nicole that as soon as they go back, he is going to forget all about D. Interesting. Do you feel like this was a lie? I bet he said that in like the first week that they were hooking up. I don't think it's a lie, but I also don't think it's relevant anymore. Yeah. Well, you don't know. I mean, you hear somebody say something like that and a guy like Rogan who's a stripper and Seems like maybe he's kissed a few girls in his day. Yeah. Um, you know, uh, I don't think it was a bold face lie, but it was quite a move to use in this situation in which Georgia felt like her back was against the wall. Yeah. And she really, she went below the belt. Mm. D starts crying. And then maybe my favorite uh, little kind of moment of this episode is Turbo 
you know, comforting D and Natalie's there and it's just like Turbo and his gals. The triplet, the triumvirate yeah. back again. I love that these three are like close friends. Turbo and his like black sparkly shirt. Yeah. And Turbo's <laughs> comforting her. Look, and... look at the Rogan. He like you. He love you. You talk to Rogan right now. Okay. He, he like you. Don't cry. You listen to him. He good boy. Yeah, Dee is crying and Rogan comes over and she shoes him away. And then the next thing we see, they're talking to each other. And Rogan's like, Dee tells him what uh, Georgia told her. And Rogan says, you believe that? Uh, don't be so naive. We're solid. Like, we love it. We really like each other. And he like hints at love. And then Dee starts getting like, what did you say? He's like, we love each other like friends. And then Rogan in an interview almost cries saying that he, he actually has feelings for her and a very emotional episode. He does choke up and tear up. Yeah, this. he does. I'm counting that as a cry. I counted it as a cry. Yeah. Back at the house, Dee is talking to Cam about her combo. Oh, by the way, that's when Dee was crying where we counted her cry as well. So yeah. that's that's three cries at this point. I think it's four. No, four we get to is Georgia um, towards the end of okay. this episode is number four. We got Josh, D twice, well, and then no, no. Rogan. I'm only counting challengers who cried, not how oh, many times they cried. Gotcha. So three, yeah. Back at the house, everyone's sort of dealing with the fallout from what happened the night before. Uh, who is the U.S. team going to vote for? There ends up being a U.S. bunk meeting where everyone's trying to talk, and Natalie's saying she's going to vote for... She's going to vote for Jenny. And then Nani's saying, like, I don't really know if I want to vote for Jenny. And the U.S. team starts yelling at each other. And Leroy looks stressed. All we know is that we're going into tribunal. Uh, I mean, all we know is that we're going into the proving ground and we're not a solidified group. We don't know where what, what Leroy is going to do. We don't know okay? what Leroy is going to do. We're fairly certain that Nani... And Natalie are not voting the same. It seems that is... I'm unsure where Nani is going to vote, but we know she's not voting Jenny, and we know that Natalie is voting Jenny. Mm -hmm. We know that Leroy says that he has to vote for the way the House wants to go. It seems like most of the people in the House want to take a big shot, mm -hmm. but we also know that Leroy, his real world best friend in the world, Nani, we don't know that, but. He... They were on the same real world season together. They were on the same real world season together. They're Say it again from the rooftop. They're incredibly tight. And so we think, well, maybe Leroy might abandon this whole house thing, this whole team mentality, and, and, and back up his good friend from Las Vegas, Nani. What will he do? That brings us to the proving ground. Um, TJ asks, Hey, Team UK, who are you sending in? They say, we're sending in Nicole. She goes down. Then it's time for the U.S. team to vote. Ninja goes first. And she says, Jenny. Then Nani says, drumroll please, Esther. Leroy will be the deciding vote. And Leroy says... Jenny. Wow. Nani says, I feel betrayed. But she understands why he made that choice for his own personal game. So at least she's not holding it uh, personally against him. Now, Nani does feel betrayed, but I'll tell you what right now. I feel vindicated. I feel like uh, Leroy made a great choice here. He's thinking on his own. He's uh, doing... I like he, it. He's working. He's becoming the leader of this house. You know, Johnny Bananas is gone. Leroy stays, and he's creating his new future. Yep. 
in the challenge. I'm into it. Also, I forgot to mention earlier when Leroy was having his conversation with Nani where he called her paranoid. In an interview, he says, sometimes you have to put on your oxygen mask before you can put on your friend's oxygen mm. mask. And I just love that he used that metaphor. Yeah. So we, uh, Jenny goes down to the Proving Ground. So mm-hmm. it's Nicole versus Jenny. We find out what the game is. The game is a puzzle mixed with some um, physica- physicality. Some, yeah, serious physicality. It's called Trapped, and you are in a tower. There's a puzzle at, at the top. You have to go down into this plastic sort of chute, and at the bottom you can look and see what the puzzle, the solved puzzle looks like buried under a bunch of balls, and then you have to just use your body and climb back up this chute and then try and fix the puzzle. Yeah, but the chute, the, I mean, this chute or whatever it is, is like a plexiglass. Yeah. There's nothing to grab onto. It seems to be like 15 feet, and you don't climb. You have to shimmy, shimmy. Yeah. yeah. And uh, it's a real. It seems like it's really physically tough, but also the puzzle is hieroglyphics. Yeah. So it's really hard for people to. It's a memorization deal. You have to climb down, memorize, climb up, change the puzzle, climb down, memorize, climb up, change the puzzle. And both of these women are finding this very tough. I like when Nicole, the first time she tries and goes back up it, she's like, wait a minute, how am I supposed to get up this thing? Like, yeah. she's just like, there's no ladder. Yeah. You know, like, how am I supposed to do it? And then people are like, use your back, use your feet. And, you know, people are coaching her along. But, like, the UK team is just coaching her. And Georgia is coaching her through tears. Crying, bawling. Crying. You can do it. Yeah. You can do it, Nicole. Yeah, so I eventually, I I start to think Nicole is going to quit. I thought she was going to quit she about seems like she doesn't 40 go. seconds into And this. she kind of does quit. She well, quits. Basically what happens is Jenny goes back and forth in this thing and she tries to get a check on her puzzle. It's wrong. Nicole has stopped going down to look yeah. at the puzzle. She's just like switching pieces up and taking, taking shots in the dark. I remember what it looks like in my brain. Yeah, it's like, okay, you're clinically dumb, so yeah. I wouldn't rely on your brain. Your words, not mine. Yeah. Um, and uh, eventually, uh, you know, Jenny... Gets a couple of checks and she wins. Yeah, Jenny wins. Anticlimactic win for Jenny. Yeah. Um, you know, um, Nicole says her goodbyes. Georgia's bawling at this point. Ashley Mitchell is making fun of her in her interviews. Why are you bawling that much? And then we got Jenny, who um, she's asked by uh, TJ, like everybody is, do you want to be the first turncoat? And all these fucking people got to do these long, yeah. I want to say first something. First off, yeah. I want to <laughs> say, and this is going to be big, TJ, okay? you. I, I need to say this. Yeah. I need people to understand where I'm coming from. So, uh, and and then she's like, of course, I'm, I'm a Brit through and through. Um, and so she stays on her team. And that yeah. is the end of the episode. Yeah. So a more traditional episode here. We're not cannibalizing our own team, but obviously the Americans are still infighting. And as we all can see now, the UK is not an aligned force. And TJ straight up tells them, like, at the end of this episode, he's like, you guys are doing really bad. Yeah. And um, you... So my, my tip for you is to do better. Yeah, you need to win. pick it up. Um... Yeah. And honestly, the previews for next week look wild because it seems like we have... Oh. We have a Jordan and Turbo fight where he is saying, chicken, he's chicken. You think I am chicken? He is chicken. I wish I could fight him in the ring. Oh, my God. Jordan and Turbo. And then Natalie and Zach? Are we about to... Is is Zach going to rear his hidden ugly head? Yeah, I know. He's like splashing Natalie with water, saying that he's he's worse. She's worse than uh, Esther or something like that. Yeah, it was. Uh, it's it's no good. Or worse than Ashley. Somebody I think. who knows? I don't know, folks. That was the podcast. Thank you so much for listening. 
listening. As Ashley said before, we do another podcast every Monday. So check out next Monday. We'll be dropping the next one on some general reality fun. If you'd like to follow us on social media, you can follow us on Twitter at RealityBlowsPod. You can follow Ashley on Twitter at Ashley B. Roberts. You can follow us on Instagram, our new Instagram account, folks. That's RealityBlowsPodcast on Instagram. Follow us. We'll follow you back. Let's talk. I want to see pictures of your cat. Come on, dog. It's been fun the past week. Yeah. And if you want to follow me, follow me on Instagram at Nick Maritato. That's my own personal Instagram account. Uh, please rate us five stars on the Apple Podcast app. If you want to write us a little le- a love letter, uh, if you want to uh, uh, recommend some shit for us to watch, well, you can email us at realityblowspodcast at gmail.com. Folks, thank you for listening. And as always, if you want to do better in the challenge, you should win more. <laughs> Bye. Bye.